good morning. Although it's unlikely to be morning when you're listening to this, I suppose. I suppose it could be morning. It depends when I release this. Anyway, good. Whatever current time of day it is to you, for me, it's morning. It's quarter past nine, and I am on my way out into the wilderness. Um, not actually the wilderness. Out of Plymouth to Huddersfield Town's training camp. Uh, where hopefully I'm going to be meeting with, with Neil Warnock today and we'll have a, a quick chat. Um, got a few things I want to talk about, you can probably imagine what they are. And all being well, I will have that interview for you now. And if that interview doesn't start now, then there's been a change of plans. We've got a friendly this evening as well. By the way, this is still me talking. This this does not indicate the change of plans yet. Got friendly this evening against Tavistock. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what sort of lineup he goes with. Obviously, there are some players who got sort of different lengths of time the other night. I wonder if some of those who got 90 the other day might sit this one out, for instance. Yutanaki Yama and Danny Ward and Jonathan Hoggle sat out the game entirely as well. They weren't risked um, for the sake of a friendly game on a greasy slippery pitch which <laughs> seems like the right call to be fair with uh, Hoggy and Wardy obviously they're both players who town need to look after at this stage and Newt's just coming back from injury so currently in the um, what I assume is called the Tamar Tunnel it's, it's the tunnel just after the Tamar Bridge uh, and I did read a little bit about how they made this tunnel uh, but I won't talk about it here because it's boring. They're not super imaginative with their place names around here. I've just been through a town called Hat. I saw a bus yesterday, yesterday bound for... Sorry, I've got hiccups. I saw a bus yesterday bound for somewhere called Ham. Um, I've just seen a sign for somewhere called Villerton, which, as far as I'm aware, just means town town. And the next name on the list after Villerton was Pillerton. They're just not even trying. Right, Neil, thanks for joining us. Yeah. How's, uh, how's pre-season going so far? Yeah, it's gone well. Uh, the lads have come back in good shape. Um, we, we had a tough week last week, um, which I've always done now. I always give them a tough week, not, not seen many balls. Um, and then three games down here this week, it, not about the results. We're training hard every day, even when we're playing. So it's not as if they're going to relax and play. It's uh, we're just trying to get some minutes in everybody's um, locker. Uh, at the same time, training hard. We've got lovely facilities. As you can see here, Stephen. It's lovely, lovely position, isn't it? Where we are, Dutchy yeah. College. It's a it's a great facility. Um, it is a tried and tested trip. You've done it with previous clubs. What what is it that you you like about this? I just like getting everybody together. Really, yeah. trying. We haven't got the biggest squad. We haven't got the the. Um, you know the, the the financial output that these top clubs have got the lads coming down and coming up and what have you so we've got to we've got to make got to cater for that with the with the team spirit really and we did that last year we we played some good football at good times last year i want us to be a little bit more on the front foot this year if i'm honest um but that comes with you know that comes with confidence and and uh, you know getting the right players and you know we do need a couple of strikers uh, to supplement the squad or forward players anyhow um, which we'll be looking at you know we are a bit thin on the ground there but it's it's just a great um, get away 
you know, the lads can gel, uh, not just on the training ground, but, you know, around the hotel and the facilities where we're staying, it's lovely. So, that you know, they, they meet up and, and it, it's just it's just great for for bonding, really. Do you think it's useful and important for them to see likes of Bodmin Town and Tavistock and clubs like that as well, sort of see how how things are at sort of that non-league grassroots level? Well, a lot of them come from there, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I said to... To Ruffles, if I had to sign him, he'd probably been playing for Bodmin. <laughs> Cracking goal he got there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah. Hell of a hit. Yeah, um, it was. Um, you had a few youngsters on the trip. You mentioned the strikers there. You gave Keane and Tyrese and Carl Hudlin all the chance. What, what did you make of them? Well, we, I, we, I know it's all right saying we've nothing else. They're, they're up and coming. They're, you know, they've all played a part. They all look as though they've got something. Um, took the goals well as well, the two of them. Uh, well, all, all of them scored, didn't they? You know, the ones you mentioned. So it's um, it's just an you know you've got to go along with what you have. Um, we have uh, Wardy's had a little problem, so we didn't involve him, uh, and that just shows you you know how thin we are really. So that is an area we are looking at. But the young kids, you always somebody always comes through. You know Brody Spence as well. Yeah. He was he he was brought down. I remember at um, at Leeds bringing Sam. Byram down, and he, he he had a good he's got a good career. And Nathaniel Klein at Palace, yeah. they they were pre-season, you know. You're right Victor, for right back then. Yeah, so Victor Moses and all he chucked him in it pre. So it's it's good. There's some these young lads. They unless they get an opportunity, you know. I think the days are gone now, where you, you know, you're thinking about you can't take anybody 18, 19 because it's too young. Because they are they good enough? Mm. You know, I look at. To, at Bellingham and, and people like that and I've never seen anything like him you know as good as ever I've seen yeah. and they're only your kids aren't they yeah. so it's if, if you know if you're good enough you're old enough it feels like for Brody in particular there's an opportunity there because Ollie Turton will be out and presumably miss the first few months of the season will he and then yeah you, you played Matty there Matty P there I um, did I and, and you know and Tom, Tom's got an injury a little bit you know, the lads are, you know we've left a few lads back up there that's yeah. having little niggles mm. so um you know, it's 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 important that uh, we get those right and straight in as soon as we can. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's um, the young lads have got to you know grasp the opportunity really. Um, and Pat Jones as well came on. It's good to see him. He's I know he's been a very highly regarded talent at the club for a long time. It's just the, the fitness for him, isn't it? So it must have been good to see him get on and show you what he can do. Yeah, I mean he's he's always. It, 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 it once again, it's not. I don't think it's psychological, but it's getting over that. You know the injuries that he has, and I think he's he's just got to get his mind right as well as uh, at times. It's hard when you've had a few injuries like that because he's such an explosive lad. And 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 Uter has, Uter's come down with us as well, and he's he's been involved in training, not in the games, but you know in all the contacts. We're trying to get him a little bit. I think his his is mind over matter now as well. Yeah, really. So uh, you know, hopefully the week will help us. You can play a couple of positions. You to where, where do you see him? Maybe fitting in centre back, left back. I don't really know because I haven't seen him. Yeah. Uh, I, yes, you can watch a video, but it's not the same. Yeah. So, um, you know, I get my. That's why I was so keen to make, make sure I sign Ruffles back because Josh gives me he gives me not just the left side all down the left side, but the centre half as well. He's he's played for me there and played well for me there. So, um, you've mentioned a couple of other substances. How, how is Tom Lee's doing is he likely to be out for a while or yeah, no? He should be all right when we we, we just he, there's a certain machine up there that takes his weight. I can't I can't tell. What yeah well what yeah. Okay. yeah and um, and that's you know otherwise I would have brought him down here but that's the one he needs um, for this week. 
So the, the scans are good. The scans show that there were no other damage when he felt it again. So it's just a matter of getting the confidence and building it up, really. Calf, is it? Yeah. Yeah, OK. Um, there's a few others, sort of senior players up there. Jordan Rhodes, obviously um, Conor Mahoney. Is that wanting to look at younger lads instead? This Not week? really, no. I mean, jo- Jordan, was a, he had a little bit of a problem as well. So we thought, let's, let's get, you know, get that problem out of the way. Um, and and same with with Connor. There's one of, you know one or two things happening with Connor. Like he's desperate to go and play somewhere else as well if he can get some game time. So um, you know we thought well, if you know if he's that keen to get away, I'd rather have lads down here that really want to show me what they can do. Really, that's why I brought the young lads instead. And Dwayne Holmes has, has departed the club. What what uh, what do you make of his his exit? Well, he's been he's been thwarted back with injuries, hasn't he? And um, but he's back. For, he's fully fit now. And the opportunity came and. You know, he's, he's got a, a couple of years with a possible third year as well, he, he, and he's only half an hour from where he lives. So I, I, th- I, th- I thought I'd be, you know, um, help him out by, by that. And, uh, and you know, obviously they freeze up the, the salary as well to, to try and help me with my strikers. Is that the main area you're looking at, striker, then? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, there may be opportunities uh, down the line to to in- increase the quality of the squad elsewhere. But at the moment, that's what I'm concentrating on. I guess that's it, isn't it? If you've got, I know Jordan didn't play much for you last season, but looking past him, you've got Danny Ward and then you've got a load of youngsters, haven't you? Is it just yeah. someone with a bit more experience, a bit more quality? Yeah, I mean, if, like I say, if you're good enough, I'm not, I'm not putting an age, an age on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but we have got to get, a, a, you know, we have got to get an alt- at least one alternative for Danny that, that's played before. Um, the young lads, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen with the young lad. They're hot, you know, they're hot and cold. They play well for a few weeks and then off. For, so you've got to just, you know, got to be patient with them, um, and and that's what we're going to be. I know you said when you thought you were leaving that Keen was probably going to have a, a big season this year. Keen Harrett, is that something you're sort of willing to to back up yourself, give him a, a chance this season? Yeah, I think with certain tactics, I think Keen's better with a two up, yeah, up yeah, front definitely. where he can use his energy and close people down. I think there's one or two players like that, that, that like yeah. the two up. But I don't want to play five at the back every week. Yeah. So I think we've got to be a bit versatile, and and, and you play four three three four four two whatever it is, um, and and you know the, the second striker has to help out at times by dropping a little bit. So we you know we're trying to teach what Keen to, to do that role as well. We've had Mark, Mark Cartwright has arrived at the club as well. What what's his role? What's your working relationship yeah, like in coming, the centre? I think it's coming down tonight to the to the game at Tavistock. Um, I mean, it, it, I think it's helped him really that that I've stayed on because he hasn't got to come into the club and then all of it, you know, all of a sudden find the X amount of players. So he's he's managing to. I think he's got to um, get his feet under the table and, and look at what needs doing on the football side, you know. And I'm sure he'll be picking my brains and uh, and he'll be helping me as much as he can. Are you feeling confident for the season that's coming? I know it's a, a tough start, that, that first few runner games, but they're all tough, I suppose, you'll say. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, I said I could probably get the sack by September, couldn't I, really, <laughs> if, uh, if we don't... It's a difficult start, but listen, I, I, I look at the teams we're playing against and I think it'll be difficult for them as well, Yeah, playing against us. Is, is so that... I, I don't worry too much about other teams. I, I'm, I, I'm more concerned with looking at what we're good at and, yeah. really, and how we can improve that. I suppose that's the touchstone for the season, isn't it? Something they didn't do enough before you arrived last year was make themselves difficult to beat. I suppose that's yeah. job one, isn't it? Yeah, it is in the Championship. You know, if you concede goals in the Championship, you, you, haven't, you haven't got much chance of progressing. 
and you know it's, it's going to be a highly competitive league this year isn't it you've only got to look at the teams but I think it's one we can look on and, and be excited with really fantastic that's all from me yeah. So the players are on a bit of a lighter day today with there being a friendly this evening. Um, so they've done some some of their exercises, a bit of uh, passing the ball about, picking the middle type stuff. And now they're having a, a bit of a, uh, I'm not sure how many a side it is, nine a side, something like that. Teams were picked by Matty Pearson and Mihal Helic. Sorry, yes, Matty Pearson and Mihal Helic. Now Warnock and Ronnie Jepson watching from the sidelines, occasionally giving instructions. So, for instance, Warnock's just shouted, Stop play to tell Lee Nichols if Tyree Simpson's got a run on, then pick him out, don't just go for the easy pass. But otherwise, they're letting him get on with it. Just a little odd word here and there for the players. Is off training on his own. He's got a bit of a bit of a niggle, as no one I think told us earlier. Um, nothing too serious though. He is still training, just off with the away from the rest of the group. Just doing a bit of uh, crossing and shooting here. Uh, <laughs> Josh Crowshot just got stuck in the training dummy, which is fun. Um, doing a bit of crossing and shooting so we've got the wingers and fullbacks out wide we've got the strikers at Jack Rodoni uh, coming into the middle and Nick Blockpitch and Lee Nichols are taking it in turns in goal <laughs> and as you can hear Ronnie Jepson giving some instructions telling the players don't just run straight onto it realistically you'd have to get around a centre back so let's have a bit of realism top bins and Josh Karama there well, there we go that's training done um, some fans came to, to have a watch as well there was a kid running around getting all the balls <laughs> that went behind the goal um, very amusing seeing that little lad try to pick up three footballs all at once. Funnily enough, it didn't quite work. Just waiting for Neil uh, Warnock and Brookie to get out of the way and I can drive out of here. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. It's all right. I've come. I've come to leave at the wrong, exactly the wrong time. The lads are all getting on the team bus now. So yes, I'm heading back to do some work um, this afternoon, right up that conversation I had with Neil Warnock that you've just heard already, and um, and then I'll be back out this evening for that friendly game. So I got the news just as I arrived at training that Dwayne Holmes had completed his move to Preston North End. Um, you've heard me talk to Neil Warnock about that. and. As I said to him, I think it's a bit of a shame that because of those injuries that Dwayne didn't get more of a chance to play under 
under Neil Warnock, but I think if you've heard the finance episode that I did yesterday, you'll, you'll know my thoughts on that. I think the town did need to free up some of the wage budget. Players like Dwayne Holmes, who weren't necessarily going to be starters, but who were earning starter money, those are the ones that you, you're looking at getting out. So it's a shame to see Dwayne go. I always quite liked him as a player, but uh, best of luck to him at Preston North End. There's also been rumours this morning that Etienne Kamara is set to move to Udinese. Uh, he is one of the, the handful of players Town have who you might expect to command a transfer fee if someone were to come in for him this summer. Um, a significant transfer fee, potentially. Even if it was more future add-ons than, than the current fee. But that might be one to keep an eye on. He is in the last year of his contract. Um, there were reports earlier this year that he wasn't um, he wasn't particularly willing to commit his long-term future to Huddersfield. The, the, that extra year that he's got as well, that this final year that he's now in, was triggered by an appearance bonus, uh, an appearance uh, clause that he hit last season. But we know that he wasn't particularly in Neil Warnock's plans last season, so might be one to keep an eye on. Just the one change to the Huddersfield Town starting lineup this evening then. Uh, Carl Hudlin has come in for Tari Simpson. I'm sorry I did a big Dara O'Brien uh, there like it was a punchline that Carl Hudlin was started. That's absolutely not what I think. So 4-3-3 again for Town then. Lee Nichols uh, starting in goal. Right back Brody Spencer, Matty Pearson and Michal Helic are your centre-backs. Left back is Josh Ruffles. Midfield three, David Kasumu and Chet Redoni will go box to box. And screening the back four will be Ramani Edmonds Green. Right wing, Sorba Thomas. Left wing, Josh Karoma. And up top, the UK's tallest footballer, Carl Hudlin. The bench, Nicholas Vilokovic, Loic Aina, Jim Headley, Ben Jackson, Josh Osterfield, Pat Jones, Keen Harrett and Tyrese Simpson. Sorry, I was just trying to get them in positional order there, but they're written in numerical order. It's, it's messed with my head. Anyway, Tavistock are a few leagues up from Bodmin the other night, so don't be too surprised if, uh, if if there's a bit more of a competitive game than the 9-0 we got the other day, but obviously if Towner at all, that's it. You'd expect them to, uh, to win this one. Um, there's a few players I'm interested to keep an eye on. As I say, it was interesting to see, um, I think, Pat Jones and... Keen Harrett made a particularly good impression the other day. I think I'm interested to see if Brody Spencer can be a bit more involved. Through no fault of his own the other day, obviously it wasn't really a game for right-backs uh, in a 9-0, but it'd be nice to see him brought into play a little bit more in attack, see what he can do. Carl Hudlin obviously getting a chance to make an impression from start as well. Uh, and of course, Josh Osterfield, a player that we've not really talked about, has been brought along. Um, the central midfielder who's been playing at who's on loan at Harrogate last season of course um no one had taken a look at him so yeah a few to keep an eye on and I think that's sort of that's sort of the angle for these trips isn't it is seeing what some of the players we know a bit less about seeing what they can do
goalless at the break then uh, the Tavistock goalkeeper to be fair I'm in a bit of a blinder there's been a few times that he's had to come off his line and, and sweep up and and has done so well he's made a couple of good saves most notably from Josh Caromo he probably went closest forcing the Tavistock keeper into a, a good low save Romani Edmonds Green also went close uh, there's been other opportunities, but so far nobody has, has broken the deadlock yet. Uh, worth saying, obviously, it's uh, it's not a, a it's not the worst pitch, but it is uh, rather long and, and slow. Um, hence, town knocking at long ball a lot, particularly Matty Pearson keeps looking for those big diagonals out to Sober Thomas. Not sure if that's something he's just decided or if it's something he's been instructed to try, but we'll see if they can do something second half. go full time then and it's Tavistock nil Huddersfield Town nil um, again their keeper absolutely superb uh, there was quite a bit of wasteful finishing from down as well in fairness sorry Simpson wasted a couple of very presentable chances in the second half Ben Jackson blazed one over late on as well um, some more good saves as well particularly one to deny Jack Rodoni but again more stress result basically meaningless in these games and you'd like to think that with the pressure on uh, Town would take those chances a little less casually than they tried to on this occasion there we go, 0-0 for the second pre-season friendly Mahal, that was a really good run out against a really good Tavistock team tonight Yeah, credit to the lads, uh, they did a good job uh, obviously the pre-season is not about the result but I'm a bit disappointed about that result of course uh, but it's all about uh, to have a 90 minutes in the tank I think it's good for us but uh, still I, I, I think we should win that game As your first 90 minutes of pre-season how are you feeling physically after that? Yeah I'm feeling good so we had a session as well in the morning but uh, I feel really good on the pitch so I think it's all about that in the pre-season uh, but, but as I said we, we expect more from the results as you said, there's a session in the morning as well, so it's not like a normal league game. We won't be training before one of those. Are you guys feeling a bit fitter? Are you feeling a bit pushed down here? Is the, is the camp helping you guys get together and feel a bit fitter towards the start of the season? Yeah, I guess we are getting there. Uh, we are working good. Uh, we are. We have some team building as well, so it's it's going in a good direction. We are going in a good way. But uh, I think uh, we need to give credit to the last from the from the opponent team. They were here today fighting for each other and uh, that shows how the football is. If, if the team is working together well, you could defend against any opponent. For you as well, it is the first couple of times for you since joining the club last summer that you are the captain's armband and the last friendly in this one. How is that for you? Yeah, it's a big honour for me uh, and I'm glad uh, that I can have that armband on my arm. And obviously Hoggy was, uh, was not here, that's why probably I was the, the captain. Not probably, but for sure. But. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big honour for me and I, I'm, I'm really proud of that. How is the, the group feeling towards the start of the season? Obviously there's a lot of younger boys joining the group, there's a, a few boys coming back from London and everything. Are you feeling together? Are you, are you feeling well? Yeah, I think that camp uh, is helping. Uh, that, uh, as I said, a bit of team building, a bit of being together in one place. Uh, not at the, at the training ground, just just in the hotel, have, walking around together and spending some time. So it's. I think it's uh, it's a really good camp for us, and I hope we'll get profit from that. 
It's the first chance we've had a chance to speak to you this season, if we're calling it this season already. You've made a swap from number 35 to number 5. Does that show your growing role and, and position within the squad after your first season? I've heard that, but to be fair, I, I, I was not really bothered about the, the numbers. But uh, I spoke to the gaffer, I spoke to the, to the kitman and they said it's, that's a honour to, to wear number 5. So, yeah, I've, they, they told I've deserved that, so I'm really, really happy to, to hear that and I will be doing my best to, to be a good player with that number on my shirt. You certainly did earn it after being player of the year last season as well. We've still got another three days of this camp. We're training every single day. There's no off days. There's another game to come. By the time that we set back on the bus home on Saturday evening, we'll have had so many miles in this legs compared to where we were at the start. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's all about uh, physicality. It's all about uh, having uh, minutes. It's as well we are playing. I think five, uh, three game, three games in in six days. So it's it's all about getting minutes. It's all about feeling on the pitch together, spending some minutes on the pitch together. And I think, as I said, uh, we'll get the profit from that. From that. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Well, if I could just have a quick one, please. You obviously missed pre-season last year, both because of your injury and because you weren't at the club. What sort of difference does it make having a pre-season versus not having a pre-season as a player? Uh, I think it's, it's a big difference because uh, you have that feeling of the, on the pitch when, when you, you feel the distances, you have obviously power power in your legs you can feel that you have the power in your in your tank to to go for all 90 minutes last season i stepped uh, after the injury after the preseason so it was not not a great time for me during the preseason but i think i i i did it well i because of the injury injury side i didn't have any injuries after that so i'm pretty happy about that the, the medical staff did a great job as well for that that I need to say thank you for them because it was not an easy moment to jump out straight without the precision to, to, to playing uh, game by game. And as Rogers alluded to, you've got some younger players in, in the squad and a few like Josh Ostfield who maybe you know who was away from the club last year. How have they integrated? Yeah, they, they, they are doing real well. They, they are t- part of the group now, so, so I feel that they are feeling good as well in here. Uh, I think we've got a good connection, good relationships between each other. Doesn't matter if it's uh, Hoggy or Josh or anyone else uh, who came now for that preseason, and I think that's that's helping me as well because last time I came, I was I came after that, and now I'm like with I'm with the team all the time, so it's uh, helping me making the relations as well with the new players. I was at training this morning. I could see even just that game you played between the sort of the two sides within the camp. Very competitive. Is that something you want? Get that competition in the squad. Yes, it is, and I think it's good to to play against other teams than playing between each other on the on the training because it's a different feeling. You have the referees, and you're feeling that uh, that game. You have a proper warm up before the game. The fans are coming, uh, and as well credit to them because there was I think a few hundred today of Huddersfield fans, which is a bit surprising for me because it's far far away from from Huddersfield. But it's it's as I said credit to them to to coming that way, and and that shows how big is this club, and I'm. I'm glad I am here. That's Wednesday in the book then. Um, once again, more stress, taking nothing <laughs> meaningful from that result, um, just as we didn't from the 9-0 they got the other day. Uh, that game was 48 hours after they'd last played, and they also played a 9v9 game for about half an hour, 45 minutes this morning, let's not forget. So, 
yeah. Mark Cartwright was there this evening, worth mentioning. The new sporting director has, has come down to um, to have a look at things this week. Uh, he, he arrived today. Um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we might be able to get a word with him uh, soon, hopefully this week. We'll see how it goes. I'm not sure what sort of podcast we'll have tomorrow, if I have one at all. Obviously, that that um, conversation I had with Neil Warnock earlier will make a few news lines tomorrow for those silly people who don't listen to this wonderful podcast. So I've got plenty to go at tomorrow. Uh, the players, I think, will be on a bit of a rest day, a bit of a recovery day, particularly those who played 90 minutes or close to it today. So it might be a quiet day on the training pitch. We'll see what the day brings uh, and whether that will bring another podcast. Either way, I'll speak to you soon. I must say, Tavistock having a Morrison's, a Tesco and a Lidl all across the road from each other seems excessive. There's bigger problems facing this country at the moment, right? But, and apologies to DTS who has heard this screed from me already, and I know we'll listen to this. But, particularly Hammers Home in Plymouth, which was largely bombed during the war and then extensively rebuilt afterwards. Obviously, as in elsewhere in Britain, brutalist architecture reigned supreme in the 1950s and into the 60s, and a lot of Plymouth has been rebuilt in that style, and it's really notable. I think particularly at seaside towns, that brutalist architecture needs to be looked after properly. If you look at like pictures of brutalist architecture when it's first built, it looks so clean and impressive, uh, and really cool and imposing, like proper, like, um, light grey or even white and it, it looks really cool but if you don't look after it properly and you let it get you know mucky and grey and miserable it is the ugliest uh, thing the ugliest architecture you can possibly get um, and it's just a shame that there isn't a general level of upkeep that, that gives this style that could be quite impressive such a bad name um, and it's a shame for Plymouth as well um, but hey there we go that's uh, who to be an architect